Well, hello, ECAN Nation. It is time for what uh, will be a ECAN Outlet preview podcast of one of the biggest races of 2023. The Cup Carts North America Grand National 7, topping the 500 mark just yesterday, September the 25th. Uh, it is happening. This race continues to grow. And we got to talk about it. Rob Howden here alongside David Cole, episode 62 of our ECAN Outlap program. Of course, our lead-in to our ECAN trackside coverage, which we'll have throughout the weekend uh, from Newcastle Motorsports Park. Again, September 28th to October 1st, the date of this year's CKNA Grand National 7, the big one for Briggs 206 racers. It is September the 26th, 2022. Today's broadcast presented by Comet Kart Sales. History, success, family. These are three words that describe Comet Kart Sales, one of the longest-tenured karting businesses in the United States. The family-owned operation is located just outside Indianapolis and has provided carts, parts, and services for thousands of racers in the near six decades of business. Their online store features everything you need, and they are continually adding new parts to their product line. Make sure you head to CometCartSales.com or call them at 317-462-3413 to be part of the Comet Cart Sales family today. Well, there you go, David. Comet Cart Sales, linked, as we know, very closely with Newcastle Motorsports Park, the Dismore family in Newcastle, Indiana. This is, today we're talking about Cup Carts North America Grand Nationals 7, the largest Briggs & Stratton-only event in North America and the entire world. Amazing. Yeah, it's almost going to be one of the largest karting events of the in the world, not two-cycle and four-cycle combined. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, it's, um, it you know, we... We joked about it in our face-to-face -face with with Greg Jasperson of CKNA, how uh, we were wrong in our predictions on how big it would grow. And it's just, it's exceeded expectations, and in, in at least to our eyes, uh, not necessarily Steve Ramirez, as he, <laughs> he saw this coming. Um, I just didn't think it would happen this fast. You know, you look at it, it's yeah. over 100, over 130 from last year growth in terms of entries alone. So... Well, when we when we get into the by the numbers segment, which yeah. is after after our first break and our second mm -hmm. second segment of the show, we'll talk about the progression, right? Because it has been a steady progression up. There has not been a dip back down, even through COVID. They kept getting bigger. So, um, yeah, it's five. What would you say? What, 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 yeah, we have five hundred and one right now. Is that where we are? Five hundred one as of Monday at noon. Wow. Yes. That's unbelievable. Um, let's talk about the track itself, David. Uh, track 43, which is running in the uh, counterclockwise direction. Uh, it's essentially the national track without the I-70 corner. You use the Monza instead. So come out of scoreboard, a little short shoot into the right-hander, which is a right hand and a left, kind of a hairpin, not quite a hairpin Monza, and then through the chicane that leads back onto the straightaway. Um, it's track 43. And David, the same, same layout that was run last year as well. Yeah, it, the only time it wasn't was in 2021 when we did the kind of almost the super mile in yeah. a way uh, using the ski jump. Um, that was a unique uh, year, you know, had a lot of weather issues as, as, you know, typically has been at the Grand Nationals. So it was different and uh, provided a different challenge for everybody. Um, but it just seems logistically like this is the layout that works best uh for this program especially now with the with the way the entries have just bursted up uh there so um yeah it it, it works out great you know like you said it doesn't use i-70 i think a lot of people would like to try i-70 maybe keep the keep the monza in 
and then go all the way down to oh, to, really? uh, to yeah. I-70. There's yeah, there's talk That'd about cool. people wanting yeah. to try and do that just because it's it, you know, it just gives you a little longer straightaway You're going from I-70 all the way to what is now turn one. Could change the gearing, right? Yeah, it would change the gearing, change I, I, change up a little things. You know, you'd have a really big draft going down that straightaway, so it'd make it a little bit in, interesting. Um, yeah, so maybe you know that's that's possibly a change that could happen in the future. But you know, Greg Jasperson, like he said in our in our face to face, he's always looking at at different layouts to try and put into this event. But he has to do it first. He wants yeah. to he wants to actually drive it before they introduce it. So that's that's been kind of the 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 goal for him. And unfortunately, because how busy they've been with the four divisionals that they have going. And of course, his, his daytime job, he hasn't had the opportunity <laughs> to get down there. Obviously, you know, there's a couple test drivers that could that could help him out in that. that I, uh, I agree. I think I know a couple guys that could be more than happy <laughs> to handle him on that deal. Yeah. Uh, David, all seven events have been held at Newcastle Motorsports Park. The, the initial run was a, a little bit different race weekend than the others, right? Yeah, the first one was kind of they were trying to kind of make it a championship event because only then they had the North Division. So they made it uh, a two final weekend. So actually, you got to run a final on Saturday and a final on Sunday. Um, so we we actually have eight main events over the seven Grand Nationals. So it's a different uh, different than a lot of the other one offs that we've had uh, in our sport. So. Um, again, because it started with just the North Division. So it was kind of like their big championship weekend. Let's have two big finals and combine the points. And that's kind of how they did their their opening event back in 2017. So since then, it's been to the one single main event uh, at the Grand Nationals since then. Yeah, and you think about the growth of Cup Carts North America, not only this race itself, but just the, the organization. You've, you've talked about the fact that it was just the North, then there was the South, and then there was Canada, and then Northeast now. There's four different divisions that run under the Cup Carts North America banner, which, it's again, they're slow and steady growth, the right people in the right places to make it happen. And that's what's, uh, I think, you know helped kind of fuel uh, the, the number of drivers that can come to this event. Now, let's, David, one of the key things, obviously, is w- – when they were talking about, Hey, as this race grows, you know, how, how does the schedule work? How can we make this thing work and still be able to give people the track time they want? We, we want to give them, you know, the value of making the track. What is the event schedule looking like for this, this event this year? It's very similar to last year. The only thing that's missing is one practice session from Friday. Um, that's the only thing it's wrong in the script there, but, uh, that's the only thing that's missing. Um, from from last year's uh, format to this year's format, we're still going to have four uh, what they call unofficial practice sessions on Thursday because it's run by the track. Uh, but everybody will most likely be there, if not 90 to 95 percent of the people racing uh, will be there. They're going to use the opening session on Friday, the opening warm up as happy hour, essentially to line you up for your qualifying order, because qualifying will follow uh, f- f- on the, uh, that Friday morning. Friday afternoon uh, after the driver's meeting and they'll go right into the heat races. So the first round of heat races will all be completed by the end of Friday. So we'll be getting into racing right away, Saturday warm up, and then the final two rounds of heat races. So we'll have heat two and then heat three, all heat races, heat one, heat two and heat three. There'll be eight, eight laps each. So you'll get uh, 24 laps of competition there uh, per category and then they'll add up the points. Uh, it's most points is the best. So if you're if you're, it's the opposite of golf now. 
Uh, you know, okay. sometimes some events you think low score is best. Well, this yeah. is a uh, high score is best. So you want to have, I believe, I believe they give out a hundred points for a heat win. So you want to have 300 there. Okay. Uh, they'll line up uh, the fields that way uh, based on points. And again, it's progressive. That's the other thing that's that's different than a lot of the one-offs we do. So yeah, that kicked finish, me in the nuts last year. Yeah, well, it kicks everybody in the nuts. I wrecked, I wrecked. I wrecked the first heat race. I made a mistake. Yeah, in the first so heat race. where oh. you finish the first heat race is where you'll start heat two. Where you finish heat two is where you start heat three, and then they gather the points from there. So um, just going over the supplementals that was just released over the weekend. They're going to take the top fifty drivers in the larger categories that. Uh, will be senior or junior, senior light, senior medium, senior heavy. Those top, they'll take the top 50 directly into the main event. All the rest will race in a last chance qualifier Sunday morning. Top 10 from the last chance qualifiers will move over. So we'll have grid of 60 drivers in those four categories. That is awesome. And dude, the LCQ in the senior medium class is going to be over 50 drivers because now we, yes, we have 101 entries. Of course, before we got our entry list, we were at 99. I think they're at a hundred, 101 now. So oh, it's going to be a massive 50 driver field, uh, racing for 10 positions. So yeah, yeah so it's, it's going to be wild. And the main events, uh, that afternoon will be 16 laps each. So yeah, so the warm up for the LCQ drivers and the LCQs first right in the morning. And Correct. then, Warm up for the final. Well, it, it, later in the morning will be the finals. Warm up for the final. Drivers already in the finals, and then the main events. So yeah, that that allows all the masters drivers to uh, to sleep in. So great. Uh, that allows you know anybody that was going to the that's that qualified in directly to sleep in. Uh, that allows you know the sportsmen, cadets, none of them have to be there till till after the LCQ. So. Yeah, it make it helps that way. But uh, if you are in the LCQ, it makes for a busy Sunday day. It's, and it's still it's not like you're it's not like you're getting to the track at noon. I think it's ten. I think the the, the finals warm up starts at ten o'clock, something like that, right? Did not see that in the schedule. Yeah, something around yeah, there. So yeah. it's not, you're not there. You're just not no, there. No, super, it's not. Super. It's not like it's not like a, a, a nooner where you start. That's, at that's, it, that's it. All right, folks, we are underway with episode sixty-two of the EKN Outlap, our preview podcast, part of the EKN Trackside coverage. Of this coming weekend's Cup Carts North America Grand National 7. When we get back from this break, we'll go by the numbers, and David's got some fun stats to throw out here as well. Wins in the sport's biggest races and championships in national and regional series all over the country, they're all on Nitro Kart's growing resume. Nitro Kart continues to make its statement as the best, fastest, and winningest cadet chassis on the American market. In 2021, Nitro Kart won the three biggest crowns in America in the MicroSwift division, with Matteo, Rosu, and the Scusa Pro Tour, and both the Super Nationals and the USPKS titles with Keelan Harvick. At the Super Nats alone, three of the top five drivers on the podium got there on a Nitro Kart. The results are clear. If you want to win in Cadet, get a Nitro Kart and join our team. At Nitro Kart, we're all about driver development. Nick Tucker and the Nitro Crew's racing resumes are extensive, and their passion for helping our kids learn is unparalleled. Racing is about consistent learning, and that's what we're all about here at Nitro Kart. Never wanting to quit, we've continued to extend the reach of our driver development program. In addition to expanding into the junior and senior karting categories, we've also launched Nitro Motorsports, which will field two cars this season in the Trans Am by Pirelli series, one being piloted by karting champion Brent Cruz. Not only can we develop your young driver, 
but we can also provide the platform if a move to cars is in your plan. And our second seat is available. If you're serious about your driver's career, contact us today. For over 20 years, Greg Bell has been building race-winning power for kart racers. One need only look at his team, Leading Edge Motorsports. He's always built engines for his team, and the results have been wins at the biggest races in America, the Scusa Super Nationals and the Rock Vegas events. The name on this program, Mega Power. This year alone, Bell and Danny Formell teamed up to sweep the Rock Shifter class on the Florida Winter Tour, all on a Mega Power engine. If you want to win shifter kart races, it's time to put Mega Power on your kart. Mega Power specializes in gearbox engines, such as the TMKZ, Rock Shifter, and IME Shifter, but with almost three decades of engine building experience, Bell develops winning motors for X30 and Mini Swift and everything in between. The combination of Greg Bell's engine building skills and his chassis tuning knowledge is a potent mixture. Greg's helped catapult many drivers to wins over the years, including Mercedes F1 star George Russell, who won the Super Nats 14 in 2011 with Leading Edge Motorsports. Increase your odds of winning at this year's Rock Vegas or Super National events or throughout 2023 by calling Greg Bell today at 209-747-2613 to put mega power in your corner. Acceleration Kart Racing is your first and only stop on the internet for carts, parts, and the safety gear you need to get you on the track. Visit shopakr.com for a great selection of karting equipment on a user-friendly website. Acceleration Kart Racing has aligned itself with many of the top manufacturers and distributors of the sport to ensure all the latest equipment is available to you, the racer. With over 20 years in business and customer support available six days a week, you can be confident about getting the right parts at the right price when you need them. Be sure to visit shopakr.com today or stop by their headquarters in Las Vegas. Make sure to follow Acceleration Kart Racing on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram for the latest specials and new arrivals. Welcome back to episode 62 of The Outlap. A big one here, of course, with the CKNA Grand National 7 set to go this weekend at Newcastle Motorsports Park. Over 500 entries have been logged for this race, the biggest uh, of the event's seven-year history. And uh, Rob Howden here alongside David Cole. Time to do the by the numbers. David, 501 we discussed. You said uh, as of Monday, you look all the way back to 2019, 20, 2020, of course, with COVID, and just kind of the way everything was shaken down, 281 and 19. 296 in 2020. Yeah, hey, hey, can we break the 300 mark? 200, uh, 2021, 375. Are they even going to break 400? We go 380 the next year, 2022. And I think I, I would say that the, the Cup Carts Canada programs kind of helped a little bit uh, because there's a lot more Canadians, I think, coming down for this year. We go from 380 last year to 501 right now. That is 121 extra entries from last year to this year. It's got it, it's got momentum, right, David? This is a race that if you're that nobody wants to miss. I don't care if you're a, a Briggs driver or not. It's drawing people in because, man, yeah, if you're not there, it's FOMO. You, what are you doing? If you're not there. Yeah, it's draw. It, we've seen it already drawing in the two cycle people, so that's part of it. Um, yeah. 
you, you talked about the Canada program, you know, we'll get into more stats on that, but that, that certainly has helped, you know, COVID's gone now with the restrictions. So that was, that was kind of an issue in 2020 and 2021, you know, and so we thought we were going to break, we thought we were going to break 400 in 2022. It just didn't quite happen. It, you know, could, could have been just the way the schedules of everything kind of boiled, uh, boiled down to, but in, in, you know, just, I think the, the addition of the Northeast program has helped open the eyes to a lot more, again, a lot racers who just hadn't, you know, they probably have heard of it, but didn't, didn't experience it yet. So exactly. it finally came yeah. to their region, yeah. uh, you know, with, with, you know, racing at Oakland Valley, racing at Pittsburgh, uh, New Jersey motorsports park and, and, and such. So it, it helped open the, you know, introduce everybody to it. And now they're like, Oh, we, now we got We got to go part, be part of this that's big it. race that's happening. And in, in, at the end of September, beginning of October. So the kid card category at 12, there's been more before, but a couple of years ago, that 18. So that's up and down as it always is kid cart. Uh, one of the big things, David was that was the split, right? For the sportsman category, launching the new cadet class. They had 55 drivers the last two years in sportsman, but now with the split, it's down to 35 in sportsmen, but 32 in cadets. So that is 67 in total of drivers, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, that's yeah. that's that. Yeah, you got to kind of combine those two categories because to they com- in comparison. Yeah, yeah, to compare it to to previous years. So the cadet numbers have grown. I will say, when you look at the kid cart and cadet, all those kid carters from last year have basically graduated because we have no returning kid carters. So wow, that's, okay, you know, when you look at that, that's helped build that new cadet program. Uh, you know, into 32, you know, you have a, f- a few drivers that race sportsmen last year that are, are reverting back to, to the cadet division based on their age. I think it's uh, what eight to 10. Uh, so that, so that, you, I mean, when you graduate all the kid carters up, you know, that's, that's a good thing. Cause you're getting all new racers in the kid cart category uh, for this season. So we'll see again, that's, that's always going to be a fluctuation of, you know, the, the growth and especially with now four different divisions, you get four drivers, five drivers from each division. Boom. You got 20 drivers right there. Yeah, exactly. That uh, massive group, a group for juniors. It's, it's highest by 18, uh, 62 back in 2021 was the most we've had in juniors, 80 in junior. Obviously, the senior light, senior medium, senior heavy is kind of a, a thing back and forth, right, David? You'll see drivers that will run light and medium or drivers that will run medium and heavy. Some drivers like yourself running the master's class and the senior heavy category. So 91 in, in senior light, 99 you have on here. I think it's 101 right now in senior medium. The biggest was, you know, four years ago at 73. That was the year of COVID as well, right? 73 drivers. Man, you know, if it keeps going, there could be 73 drivers in the LCQ. <laughs> in senior medium, but 99 in total, 63 in senior heavy. And I'm super happy with the Masters of Legends drivers. We, you know, David, we're obviously big supporters of Masters racing. 45 in the Masters class and 44 in Legends, the 50 uh, years of age and older category, debuted in 2021 with 38, 35 last year, 44 drivers of Legends this year. That's fair. I just, when I lined up on the grid last year and looked around and realized that all the dudes that were ready to race with me are all 50 and up. Ah, maybe so happy because that's that the sport's not just about kids, right? It's about people that have been in the sport for a long time and and fifty and up the the accessibility for people who want to go racing. I love it. It's amazing. So you don't want to get beat by somebody who's peaking at the age of thirty. That's happened to me a couple times before. Already. I've said this before. I know. I love I, it. Listen, I love it. I'm old enough now that the kids I used to cover in cadet when I first started, I have to race against in masters. That's yeah. That's the line. Yeah. It, 
it it's it's the line you can't you can't avoid anymore. <laughs> I can't avoid it at all. It's uh, but yeah, you look. I mean, the growth in junior is amazing. Yeah. Uh, you know, you got a lot of sportsmen moving up, but just you know, a lot of new names in that in that category. And of course, we're going to get the big numbers in senior. And again, ninety nine is what it was on Monday. Of course, it's going to it's going to fluctuate because we've got some more entries in online we'll probably some have some at track entries as well too so that's you know again these are all numbers based on monday at noon what's your, um, what, what's your call david what do you think it's going to be at the end what's the final number i think it'll stay i think you're going to have a couple withdraw you know yeah. a couple couple got people bailing out um so i think it's going to stay in the triple digits i don't think it's going to you know boom hit 120 i mean i, I, I mean all, all told you think we'll be you think we'll get 520 before it's all said and done um I, I'll say I'll say five fifteen. Okay, I was gonna say five five ten five fifteen. Knowing like like because you said, a couple of guys they'll back out at the last minute, couldn't come. You know, there's always a couple of, a couple mm-hmm. of guys that cancel. Yeah, and 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 our our numbers will be based on drivers who actually qualify. qualify. Whatever the qualifying yeah. number is, that's going to be our our entry totals because obviously race series have different structures on on ca- calculating that, but. Um, uh, you, you know, you talk about senior heavy, that is the biggest growth. And we'll get into that a little bit in the race select, but I think a lot of that has to do with master's drivers taking the opportunity like I did last year to race both. Yeah. You know, that you look at the time schedule, senior heavy and masters are separate, separated by an hour. So it's a no brainer, you know, you get extra track time, you get another category to race. Um, so I think that's helped, but also just a lot, a lot more new drivers, um, into that category as well too. Yeah. So registration is still open today, folks, uh, until to September 26th, which is today here on a Tuesday, there is a late fee walk up entries will start, uh, tomorrow on Wednesday at the track. David, you mentioned some fun stats coming from the guys at race select. Give us a, it's it's a, there's a long list here. I'll, I'll let you roll through everything. I love it. Yeah, of course. We've already talked about, this is the biggest, you know, race for CKNA grand nationals. Uh, biggest 206 race in history. Uh, 32 states will uh, are represented on the weekend. 18 states who are missing out heard about the chili contest and considered the event to be a public health issue. Oh, they, these are coming from stat. race select. By yes, the way, these right? are. <laughs> like, so I'm just I'm just kind of reading it as like I didn't even read them. Uh, I just kind of copied them over. Uh, 15 states that have more than 10 drivers in attendance. So that's, that shows you a, a pretty good diversity there. So 32 states represented, 15 having 10 or more drivers. Uh, Indiana has the most at 76 drivers, uh, while Vermont is the only state with, or is, is a state with only one driver. So yeah. that I'll have to, I'll breeze through the, uh, the entry list there and see who that is later. Over, uh, uh, I'll blast a couple off here. Then over, over yeah. 320 different cities are going to be represented which is amazing. Uh, Mooresville, North Carolina was seven entries, making it the top city in attendance. So that's interesting. Uh, mm-hmm. we, we talked about my, myself and the fellow Canadians, 69 racers across the border, uh, trying to, of course, trying to emphasize the, the North in the North in the cup cards, North America, right? It, it is, it is North America and 69 racers. That is solid for the drivers coming down from Canada. I love that. Yeah. And also, you know, again, it's international. We've had drivers from Bermuda. We obviously have drivers from, uh, Canada as well too. Uh, but we also have three drivers heading over from New Zealand. So, um, uh, I believe all three are racing with Margay racing. So that'll be a, a story to kind of watch and talk with and, and get an idea. Again, Briggs, Briggs racing is global. You know, you got New Zealand, you got Italy, you got all these different countries across the world 
uh, that are racing the Briggs 206 platform. I like what what, what Keith Warren from uh, from Race Like wrote down here. It says, if a New Zealander wins, we expect the Haka dance at the start finish. I want to see the Haka. I have no <laughs> idea what that is. Have you? That, that's what the All Blacks, the uh, in rugby, they do, they're their dance. Ah, before, yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. Where they scream really loud sure. and they just yeah. kind of stand there, right? <laughs> You are a Michigan Hill, Willie. <laughs> I know, no, I love watching those things. That's amazing. I get I get pumped up watching oh, yeah, like yeah. you know, you hey, see this... a lot of yeah, you see a lot of those uh yeah on yeah, online. It's amazing. It's amazing. Check, get, I'll, I'll give you the next one because that's I think that's an, that, that shows a lot about this event. Next one. Uh which oh over half of the entries this year will be making their grand nationals debut. Wow, right? That yeah, you looking at the entry list, you know. I I try to go back at least the last two to three years, if not longer. And there's a lot of blanks uh, in terms of results from past Grand Nationals. So that that backs it up, you know, just looking at the past results uh, and who's been here and who hasn't. So that I, that that's phenomenal. You know, I, it's crazy to think that because, again, last year we had 300, what, 385 or 380 in terms of entries. And we're, you know, over half of the drivers making up the 500 entries are are new. David and I talked about this before. 74 drivers will run double duty competing in two classes. Two of them, Owen Lloyd and Colin Aiken, are going to race in all three senior classes as well. Yeah, that'll be a story to watch. Uh, Again, Owen Lloyd, uh, he'll be be a contender for sure. I'm not sure about Colin. Uh, It's a new name to me, so we'll have to kind of watch and see what he does. But, uh, yeah, he's making his first uh, Grand National start. So, yeah. so that's that's interesting to be able to run all three. I think we've had seen Adam Maxwell do that before in the past as well. So so not something new. Um, it'd be interesting to see a driver try and do like senior heavy masters and legends. You know, I'm just pointing it out there. Robert. <laughs> <laughs> Me or you. Okay, I, you can't do it. I, I can't. Can you can. <laughs> I can do that. Yeah, I would die, but I can do that. <laughs> So, yeah, as as I talked earlier, you know, senior heavy is the biggest growth uh, of the event at 65 percent, an increase of 65 percent entries. It's crazy. And last but not least, uh, Keith saying the drivers will make approximately 48,000 total laps over the event. And his note is roughly the same as the number of steps Greg Jasperson's phone will claim he took each day pacing around the pits. That sounds about right. That does sound about right. If you watch the face to face, he talked about it. He goes, he, he, he almost falls into a zone and you know, he doesn't really, like he says, he doesn't really, it doesn't hit him until the, the final award's been handed out and, and we're sitting in races grill and everything's done. Yeah. So uh, it's interesting. Yeah. He just, he kind of, if you see him, you know, say hi, Try and get him to kind of snap out of it a little bit and uh, make him make him see what what exactly that they've been able to do. All right, folks, we get back after this next break. We're going to talk about senior medium, senior light, and senior heavy. Time to kind of preview the categories here in this next segment. There's a new hot button name in American safety equipment: Stilo USA. Every product with Stilo is focused on safety, comfort, and function. Stilo USA is happy to provide you with the proper safety apparel to keep you protected on the track, and their karting lineup is second to none. The ST5 KRT karting helmet is available for $599. Manufactured using a lightweight and extremely strong composite material, the KRT provides an excellent fit and comfort level due to its dual-density interior foam lining, and it's equipped with a symmetrical visor that offers excellent vision and an effortless central visor locking system. 
The ST5 CMR standard was developed jointly by the FIA Institute and Snell Memorial Foundation to ensure safer and lighter weight helmets for the younger carters. Drivers rave about the superior comfort levels, lightweight construction, and the unparalleled field of vision. The perfect youth helmet is available for $549. Stilo didn't stop with their helmets either. The newly developed Carbon Curva Rib Protector is unlike any on the market with its form-fitting solution to offer superior protection. Head to StiloHelmets.com to review these and many more products to keep you safe on the track. Stilo. Any competition, one helmet. It all started in 1994, when former successful kart driver Albino Perilin decided to move his passion for karting from the track to his small workshop. That's when Perilin was born. Fast forward 20 years and Perilin's passion for the sport led to the company rejoining international competitions as a factory team in WSK and CIK FIA races with the aim of enhancing the research and development process, immediately achieving notable results around Europe, North America and Asia, becoming the CIK FIA Asia Pacific KZ champion in the same year. Perilin USA is North America's source for Perilin products we run a factory team at all of the major Supercarts USA and Rock Cup USA events. The Parallel chassis lineup for 2021 includes the Invader Shifter, the Le Mans Tag Single Speed Chassis for Junior and Senior Classes, and the 28mm Mini Cart for the Cadet Classes. Parallel has been winning races all over the world, and it's on top of the podium in the USA as well with drivers like Kai Sorensen, Mateus Arjuela, and Alessandro De Tullio. Get on the chassis that's winning. Drive a Parolin. For more information, head to ParolinUSA.com. Fast, fair, and fun. Ignite Karting offers you all of that at an affordable price. Ignite Karting utilizes the spec Margay Ignite K3 with a Briggs & Stratton 206 engine and a Hoosier R80 tire. Everyone in the junior, senior, and master's classes compete on the same Ignite K3 chassis, which puts all the emphasis squarely on driver development. Additionally, Ignite karting is accessible at the local, regional, and national level. Special events for the 2023 season include the Ignite Majors, which begins with the annual trip to the Daytona International Speedway as part of the WKA Daytona Kart Week as part of both the sprint and road racing events. Those in the Midwest can enjoy the regionally based Ignite Challenge, which just finished up a record setting season in 2022. Local club programs have also been established in other states all across the country, from Idaho to Texas, Nebraska to New York, with more tracks and clubs joining the Ignite karting program. Be part of fast fun and great memories with Margay Racing at an Ignite track near you. All information on Ignite events and Ignite Kart packages, including dealers in your area, are available at IgniteKarting.com. Get off the couch and out onto the track in 2023. Ignite Karting. Fuel your passion. 
Welcome back to episode 62 of the EKN Outlap, a special one for one of the biggest races of 2023. It is the Cup Carts North America Grand National 7 from Newcastle Motorsports Park. Uh, massive entries, over 500 as we roll into race week. Uh, let's start, David, with senior medium. I believe we have 99 down here. No, that's from Monday. I, I, we saw online that they at least got their 100th. Some of the former winners include Colin Warren, Jeremy Warren, Gary Lawson, Jordan Pryor, Jacob Donald, Colin Warren won twice. He won in 17 and 2021. And last year's winner, Mick Gabriel. This is this senior medium class, the big class. Uh, you know, drivers coming from, from light up to medium, from heavy down to medium. This is going to be a cage match for sure. Yeah. And, you know, we just talked about it. There's going to be over 50 drivers racing in the LCQ. That, that alone is just going to be phenomenal. And it's going to force drivers to maybe not make crazy moves in the heat races. So I think qualifying is going to be the emphasis for a lot of these drivers. Make sure they get in the top 25 uh, and keep themselves up there and not make any silly or stupid moves. Uh, you know, at least here in this field, we have three former winners in the field. You got Colin Warren, as you said, who's won twice, uh, yeah. 2017 and 2021. Gary Lawson's coming back. Uh, into the medium category he took last year the medium didn't race medium only raced heavy so he comes in uh finishing first in 2018 third the year after sixth the year after and then second year after so four top six finishes for gary lawson uh in this category as he returns but also canadian jordan Pryor, uh yeah. making as his return the 2019 winner uh finished 13th last year uh, literally, as we do these all the time, you kind of scroll down. We have a spreadsheet we looked at. It's so hard for me right now to, to literally go through. It, it, there's just so many drivers. Like, again, I would throw names out like uh, a Brandon Jarsacrack, obviously, who's going to be quick uh, on the Coyote. Uh, James Overbeck has been good throughout the season as well, uh, running on that Coyote as well. Christopher McKeithen has been with Coyote with the Precision Performance Carding. Those are a couple of guys, I think. You know, of course, McKeithen. Uh, CKNA Northeast champion. You look at the South champion. You mentioned Colin Warren, who's won here before. Uh, what about reigning Grand National champion from junior Eli Warren, jumping up, David, into the senior medium class as well? Yeah, a number of the junior drivers from last year moving into the senior yeah. ranks. So you got Warren, who finished first. You got Henry Wheeler, who finished fourth last year. Christopher McKeithen, he's a Northeast champion. He finished fifth in junior last year. Uh, second in junior was Addison Ionello. Uh, Kale Zimmerman finished 10th last year in junior. So a lot of junior, a lot of young drivers uh, in this field uh, that uh, are looking to battle. Spencer Conrad finished second two years ago in junior, finished third last year in junior, now into the senior medium category. So uh, a lot of young drivers there. Uh, Nick Kosenbach, he's the North champion. Uh, he also won the heavy championship as well, too. So he'll be doing double duty, medium and heavy. So uh, he's one of the drivers that I think has been at every event. There's not very many, uh, but he's one of them that has been at the last five events uh, in the senior medium category. Uh, a guy that we talked about back at 18 and 19 as a top five guy on the podium, David Vasquez, David, the Californian on the uh, on the VLR. He's back once again, which is which should kind of dial things up a bit, right? Yeah, VLR always comes in with a good group of drivers in, and David hasn't been here the last couple of years, I don't think, uh, at least according to the results I have. Um, again, there's a lot of drivers trying to nail this down, and we got this <laughs> yesterday, so I spent a little night, a little late night last night trying to get all these results in there. So um, 
Uh, yeah, so David Vasquez is, is a name to watch. I'm, I'm kind of Polly Massimino. Polly Massimino. He's this one. This one's not been friendly to him. Uh, he was among the top five finishers last year. Got a technical disqualification, and then uh, came in light the year before that. So this category has not been good. I think he's done better in the senior light category, which we'll talk about next. But uh, but yeah, Polly Massimino is a good name to pull out. I'd also, uh, although, I'd also say Sean Meyer. He uh, last year was not feeling very well. Uh, I think he was actually battling the flu last year. So Sean Meyer's a guy that's just been, he's been a four cycle superstar for, you know, what a decade or more, right. Winning mm-hmm. races. And, and so I, I got to think he's going to be part of the fight yeah. as well. Yeah. Jonathan Treadwell, um, yep. Canadian champion. Canadian. He'll be in this. I think there's, there's a good group of Canadians um, in this field that are going to be able to battle. So, uh, and, and, I'll, and I'll, I'll just throw this out there that they're going to be good. Because I think the bottom line is, you know, Canada's been a a four cycle, you know, program, especially Ontario, for for many many years, where there's just been a lot of great drivers that ran both four cycle and two cycle. Even when I first started mm-hmm. as a journalist back in the '90s, uh, you know, everybody that ran, every kid that came up ran both Honda back then, the Honda, Honda and then also ran Yamaha or Jick or whatever, right? They, they always ran both. So Canada's always been a, a real hotbed for four mm-hmm. cycle racing. Yeah, missing, however, is last year's winner, Mick Gabriel. Talked to him. He's he's going to be focused on helping the 10 out than right. racing. He kind of put his focus on uh, two-cycle racing this year, so uh, will not be racing this year. So let's go to the senior light category again. This was new back in 2020, 91 entries total. We mentioned the hut back at Colin Warren, already a couple of wins uh, in the senior medium category. He won uh, in 2020 and 2021 in senior light. Jordan Pryor won in 2022. So, David, you know, a lot of the same players you're going to see here in the light category, and it's going to be just as good in this class as well. Yeah, both Warren and Pryor racing this category as well. So they're the the two drivers that have won this before. Pryor has the opportunity to join Colin Warren as a back-to-back winner uh, if he is able to do that uh, on Sunday. But yeah, like you said, it's very many, very many of the same names uh, yeah. in this category. Um, you look at top finishers from last year, Dylan and Munson finished third. Uh, you have James Overbeck. We talked about him already. He finished yeah. seventh in this category last year. You have uh, Nikki Palladino, uh, an Ontario driver, finished sixth last year. Polly Massimino finished 10th, seventh the year before that. So this might be his his better category in terms of racing luck. Um, yeah, again, Spencer Conrad's in the, doing the double duty. I mean, we already talked about uh, Owen Lloyd racing all three senior categories, so he'll be in this one as well, too. Um, and, of course, again, some of the junior drivers as well. I don't think we talked about Malachi Height. Um, he finished sixth in junior last year, so he'll be in the senior light division. I don't think he's doing the medium category as well. Uh, Zach Linsell's been a guy that's always had some pretty good speed, right, in the in the uh, the four-cycle program with, for, with MGM. I think he'll be a, probably a driver to watch there. We mentioned Paulie Massimino. Uh, we'll see what Polly can do. You mentioned Treadwell already. Jed Perkins, we haven't mentioned Jed mm-hmm. yet. Uh, mm-hmm. Are they are they with you guys under the tent again this year? Yeah, they... Jed. Jed will be uh, okay. racing both light and medium on a CRG, I believe. Okay, there you go. Uh, we mentioned we mentioned Henry Wheeler already as well. Mm-hmm. I'm just going up and look at some other some of the other names is here. You know what? I think Emily Demaster. She's had a pretty good year. Uh, so watch for her, I think, to be in the middle of the fight as well. So, yeah, she was um, she was in the con- contention last year and yeah. unfortunately recorded a DNF last year. 
Yeah, so Henry Wheeler, the North oh. champion for CKNA. Hudson Brown, the Northeast champion as Austin well. Austin Jers. Yeah, exactly right. And yeah. uh, Austin, Austin Garrison, those two. Yeah. Uh, Austin Olds, Austin Jers, and Austin. So the three Austins. Those yeah. are, That's a, a, a packed trio. You got MPG, you got Privateer and Jers, and then I believe Austin Garrison's racing with uh, Trackside aboard a GFC. So we'll see if that, All uh, right. that happens. Really? Okay, but, uh, just keep it happening. There's again, like we said, folks. There's just so many, so many guns, and there are some you won't see in medium that maybe just they just probably can't make the medium weight. There are some lighter drivers that are just going to stick with that that light class. So, again, we just named a, a few off of the 91 drivers <laughs> that are in this category. So, again, I think it's going to be absolute badass racing. Let's move to senior heavy, David. You said there was a bunch of drivers you wanted to poke out there as well. Some new, some new guys that are coming into the game. 63 in total, the most growth from last year. Winners, uh, Curtis Fox in 2019, Gary Lawson in 2020, Adam Maxwell 2021, and Eric Fagan last year in, the, in, in 2022. Um, you're running senior heavy. It's going to be a tremendous group of drivers, some of them coming in from Masters, like you said. So there will it'll be a, a, more of an eclectic, I think, group in terms of, of age, age differences, because you're going to see some drivers, they're going to be in their 30s and 40s as well. Yeah, age difference, driving experience, a lot of differences in this category. Eric Fagan, though, defending race winner, he's the only uh, former winner in the field. So uh, he'll be able to try and record the first uh, two wins in this category if he's able to go back to back this year, which, you know, odds odds on favorite is that he will. Uh, You look at the champions in the field, you got Elmer Edmondson, the Northeast champion. You got the Canadian Jason Rothman. Uh, and also the North champion, uh, Nick Koshenbach, uh, as well too. So you got three of the divisional champions, uh, in the field, uh, looking at other, other names, you got, uh, drivers who have, have finished well in the past, AJ Roderick, who finished seventh the last yep. two years, uh, Jeff Shaw is returning. He's a master's driver that does both. Uh, he finished six in 2021. So he's making a return back. Justin Wishard, uh, finished 12th. Two years ago, he's a, 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 a one driver to watch. Matt Lida has finished uh, runner-up two years ago, so he'll be uh, in the field as well. Uh, Michael Dittmer, some some guy from Iowa. I'm not sure who he is. <laughs> yeah, you, you beat him in a pre-final before. I did beat him in a pre-final, so that's good. <laughs> he finished sixth last year. Riley Scott finished fourth. Sean Mayer finished runner-up last year. You said he wasn't feeling good, but was able to pull off a runner-up in this yep. race. So uh, a lot of dri- returning drivers, but yeah, like we said, a lot of a lot of names that uh, have not been uh, at the Grand Nationals or in this category before. Uh, Chris Carroll going to be there as well with uh, Precision Performance Karting and Brandon Jarson Crack Racing on a Coyote. Uh, my coach as well, my, my fitness coach Chris Jamara is going to be there as well, coming out to run, which I think is fantastic. Good to see him there. He and he's obviously a, a veteran driver running Masters races over the last number of years. Uh, uh, Vasquez is racing heavy, so uh, I think he's. I don't think he's done heavy before. If he, if he did, I missed his missed his results. Wasn't able to put it in there. David Galonia is uh, going to run as well. What about Cole? What do you think, dude? You're in here as well. You got 23rd last year. What's uh? What are you? I know the Masters is the primary focus, but senior heavy going to give you an opportunity to get a bunch of track time. Yeah, that's what it. I mean, that's essentially what it's going to do. And it, you look at a lot of lists. Like, you know, we just said Galloina is a, a master's driver. Shaw is a master's driver. Fagan can run is running masters as well, too. There's a lot of master's drivers. Uh, Sean O'Shea 
Uh, he's the North uh, Masters champion. He's running the heavy category as well, too. Uh, JD Gunn, my my teammate as well, he's racing heavy. You know, that's it just kind of it made sense. You know, it's like, why yeah. not get that get the four extra sessions on track and practice and then and then have fun in the race. And, it, you know, last year it was a little bit of a crazy start. So it kind of it kind of spread out the field at the uh, the opening lap in the main event. But um, it gives you it gives you a little extra confidence to be able to uh, to gain some, you know, who haven't been racing. Uh, all season long, like a lot of these drivers are. All right, another break, folks. When we get back, we're going to go old guys. We're going to go 30-plus and 50-plus Masters and Legends up next. It's a multi-time world champion, and it's a Supercarts USA Super Nationals winner. It is Sodicart. And starting in 2023, the Sodi brand has found a new home here in the U.S., Sodi Racing USA is the new exclusive importer of the Sodi Kart chassis line under the karting distribution banner, led by industry veteran Terry Germanovich. The French manufacturer Sodi Kart is a leader within the karting industry, offering a wide range of products and services. The Sodi Racing chassis line offers product in classes from Mini to KZ, all based on years of development and championship seasons around the world. Sodi Racing USA has already begun establishing its dealer network, working with the Karting Collective on the West Coast, and recently signing PK Sport to serve as a dealer and the official race team on the East Coast. Visit Sodi-Racing-USA.com to learn more about the Sodi Kart chassis line, or call 954-634-5111 to become part of the Sodi Racing USA network today. Sodi Kart, the world leader in the karting industry. Are you ready to go from karts to cars? Since 1975, the Skip Barber Racing School has taken great drivers and made them champions. Today, we're proud to welcome the next generation of winners. Make the transition from karts to cars with the Skip Barber Formula Race Series. You'll compete at the most iconic tracks in America. Race weekends include your very own equalized Formula 4 race car, a professional crew, expert instruction, video and data analysis, hospitality, and more. This is the place to fulfill your dream of becoming a champion. Sign up today by calling 866-932-1949 or visit us at skipbarber.com. Kemetic Gasket is a leading worldwide supplier of gaskets and engine sealing solutions for karting, automotive performance, power sports, original equipment, and the remanufactured engine industries. Kemetic karting gaskets are available as OE replacement top end kits or as individual gaskets and seals. Just like competitive carters, Kemetic can operate on the fly and has a unique capability to customize any gasket to meet specific engine requirements and clearances. All of Kemetic's fiber materials are asbestos-free and do not require any additional sealants. Viton oil ring cylinder head seals are used in each two-cycle kit, and Kemetic's four-cycle engine kits feature only the most advanced multi-layer steel head gaskets. Kemetic can tailor to engine builder-specific needs through bulk ordering and packaging flexibility. Kemetic gaskets are must-haves for championship-winning teams across multiple disciplines of both professional and amateur motorsports. Kemetic gasket, 
ceiling championships since 1989. Welcome back to episode number uh, 62 of our ECAN Outlap, our preview podcast, all part of our ECAN trackside coverage. And this weekend coming up, the CKNA Grand National 7 from Newcastle Motorsports Park. We're going to talk about the Masters and Legends categories in this segment of the show. 45 entries in the Masters class. Former winners include uh, Michael Welsh, two-time winner, Nick Tucker, Brandon Adkins, Michael Dittmer, and Eric Fagan, who had a strong run last year winning both senior heavy and Masters. David, this will be your your primary focus class for the Masters program, but good field of drivers and Masters, and, and again, some some heavy hitters that that have kind of come out of you know even some of the two cycle guys right that are coming out of the out of the woodwork to play. Yeah, it's a mix of everybody, you know, a mix of drivers who have been racing for over thirty years, uh, a mix of drivers who haven't been racing uh, for a number of years that are coming back, uh, drivers who have been racing Cup carts all season long. So there's a lot of experience, a lot of different uh, uh, people, and a lot of different like again. From all over, you got Washington all the way to Florida, all the way to, to the Northeast and and Southwest. So a lot of different uh, drivers. You know, looking at former winners, Dittmer's in the field, Fagan's in the field. Uh, so those are and Welsh as well too, making a comeback. And it's actually his bachelor party weekend. So I don't, I'm not sure if we can expect him to battle for victory. I think it's just making laps and having a good time for him. <laughs> Who's that? Uh, Is that? That's for Welsh, right? Yeah, for Welsh. Yeah, I if he it. can, That's if awesome. he can even make the main event, uh, depending on how the chili cookoff goes and everything like that off the racetrack. So, I love it. I love it. Um, so yeah, those are those are you know the two former winners, those two former winners with Dittmer and and <laughs> and and Fagan are probably going to be there. But don't count out Welsh. He might he might uh, you know not not partake in some of the extracurricular activities and, and kind of focus on racing, but uh, he can put down some laps for sure. There's as well, no doubt. Too. A guy that's um, been really strong, Dave, is Mark, Mark Steele has been really good um, at, at, at this event. He's won before yes. uh, six, six last year, now living down in, in Ohio. So he's been doing a lot of racing this year. So full-time essentially with his car shopping program. So Mark Steele, I think will be a guy uh, that we'll need to watch for. Yeah, Dittmer finished runner-up. Steele finished sixth. You got Shaw that ran that finished third last year. Ryan Cassidy, um, so, Ryan Cassidy, Ryan fourth Cassidy last year. Fourth. So and he won are, legends. He won legends, right? Yeah, those are some names that uh, that to kind of keep an keep an eye on the stopwatch. You know, Galloina, he's he's got a full year now racing Briggs under his belt. So again, it's a different uh, feel and format than than the two cycle side of things. So. Remember Galonia. Galonia, sorry. I mean, we had to ask him like we always got it wrong. Galonia. His dad was actually down at the uh, at the Rotax weekend uh, at, at Newcastle at the U.S. Trophy final. We were gabbing away about some stuff, and yeah. so they, they've been doing a lot of four cycle stuff that they didn't yeah. hadn't done last year. So he's gonna yeah. be better prepared. David will be than he was in 2022. Yeah, and I, we only have we have three of the uh, divisional champions. We got uh, Todd Barron. Uh, one of the guy doing masters and legends. So he yep. won the South division championship. You got Sean O'Shea, the North division champion and John price, the Northeast champion all in the field. Uh, guys so that, that normally have done well down there. Steven McBoy has been pretty good. JB Bradford, of course, a local driver. He's been what sixth and seventh back in, uh, in uh, 2020 and 2019 respectively. You mentioned Jeff Shaw finishing, uh, uh, third last year in the Masters category. Chris Jamara, as I said, uh, a veteran driver. And how about the addition of a couple of guys, Ben Crittenden and Bill McLaughlin coming to play as well. Billy McLaughlin's going to come out. A couple of hooligans from Super 2. 
Yeah, that's good. Hey, they're both dads. So they, they're both they, do dads pa- now. they pass that test. They do they pass do. the test. You must be True. a dad or married. So, uh, <laughs> so they pass that. It's crazy to think Bill, Billy, you know, is a, uh, is a master's now. driver, but his daughter, I think just turned 10. I saw. So oh my God. that makes him, that does make him old. Um, and great to see, uh, Chuck Maitland back. You know, he took, yeah. he's taken, taken a couple years off from driving. Uh, great to see him, uh, back behind the wheel. I'm sure he'll be at the chili cook-off as well too. All right, David Cole, you were 24th in 2020, 30th in 2021, yeah. 27th yeah. last year. Dude, we we need a top top 20, top 15 out of you this year. I need you, to qualify better. I did in the better. early years, but but you know, the DNF was a chain. Uh let's see, the 2020, that was the um was that the rain tires? No, I think that was 2021. I, yeah. Whatever year I whatever year I wasn't there was it was the rain tires. I think that was twenty twenty. That was twenty twenty one. Yeah, because we were on the the long racetrack that year. I'm not sure what happened in twenty. This is your year, David. This is it. Yeah, last year you know I had you know the cart was perfect. Sean Sean Scott had everything rolling. I just I don't know. I just had bad luck. Um, I did I don't have my I didn't have a GoPro on, so I can't remember exactly how the main event unfolded because it's just all blur now. So uh, this is your chance. To beat Rob Howden, hashtag beat Rob Howden. You have never beat me in twenty, almost twenty years of, of working for Howden Media Group, Icardi News. I'm going to say if everything stays together, that's that's a that's a that's a hundred percent goal. Oh, wow, confidence. <laughs> I, well, so I appreciate the confidence. I, 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 I got it. Yeah. Oh yeah. I've I've had it every time. Yeah. It's been you were close. there whenever. I was quicker than you last year until you figured it out in the main event and got a lot of big drafts. So uh, <laughs> I got really, a I lot had, of big drafts. What are you talking about? <laughs> I had fast slap compared. <laughs> Plus, I was 25 pounds heavier, or 15 or whatever it is. However, yeah, that's true. however too much weight we have to put 25 pounds in 12 years, yeah. buddy. That's the gap. So, <laughs> yeah. So now that we'll be evened up, you know, you've got all your workout program done. Uh, I got my workout program done of eating and drinking as much as I can. <laughs> It's uh, it's a, it's go time. I know it's definitely a hundred percent go time. Let's move now into the legends category. I, well, I want I will, to deal with. I will push you to crap. the last lap, just so you know. I will You'll push, push you me to the last, last lap. lap. Listen, if we're that close together, I'll be happy. Let's put it that. If way. we're that close together, it's a bad weekend for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I said, when I pushed Tony Tresca across the line when I started last, he started pole. I said, in this heat race, if you see me, it's not good for you. I did say I was going to retire if you beat me, didn't I? You did. You did. 44 drivers in the Legends category with launch back in 2021. Todd Barron won that initial year. Ryan Cassie was able to walk away uh, ahead of that three-driver battle for second, third, and fourth uh, in, in the Legends class last year. So, Cassie, you're defending race winner. But I love the fact that there's 44 drivers in this class, David. This is this is fantastic to see this many drivers out to have some fun in this, in this Legends class. 50 years of age and older in this class. Yeah, you got the whole podium returning. You got Ryan Cassidy who finished first. You got James Perkins second, Eli Yanko in third, the Canadian, John O'Keefe in fourth, and some guy named Rob Howden, another <laughs> Canadian. Uh, all top five returning this year. So yeah. that's a good that's a good sign of uh, the competition level still there and increasing because you got a number of drivers that are are making their debut uh, in this category as well. You know, talk about like Jeff Scott. Uh, who's been racing a lot now into the legends category? So uh, I think he beat you one time at Rock Island, correct? Yeah, it was <laughs> it was it was Jasperson and Scott that passed me on the last yeah. lap when I was when I qual- I had the fast lap of the race that 
in Masters that, mm-hmm. that year. But yeah, that's the year that uh, Tony Nielsen came in at 30 years of age and smacked us pretty good. Um, also, uh, Todd Barron running this class here, uh, both the CKNA South and North champion. He's going to be mm-hmm. really good, as we know. Ryan Cassidy, we've already talked about defending race winner in the North champion. I think a sleeper pick, and because I've known this guy for a long, long time, Steve Lyons coming down to race. Steve's uh, race stock cars quite a bit, but you know he and his dad, when I first started karting, I ran a half a year in 1986 and his dad was one of the top engine builders, Bill Lyons, evil engines. It was called. Um, but Steve, Steve's a guy that can win anytime he gets in the cart, especially in the master's class or legends class. Uh, we haven't seen him before. He's the CKNA Canada champion. This guy is going to be up front. I guarantee it. Yeah. I think it was a flat tire that took Todd Barron out of the main event last year. Cause he yep. was him. It was him and Cassidy that essentially paced the field the entire yep. distance. Uh, throughout the weekend. So expect Baron to be in there uh, trying to uh, to uh, get a second victory there and stop Cassidy from going back to back. Um, other new names you look at, Todd Jers, uh, former road racer, the yeah, father like of that. Austin Jers racing in the Legends category. Uh, another driver you've raced before, Tim Hannon, Tim Hannon. Uh, from yeah. OVRP. So it's great to see Tim coming, coming and making his Cup Carts Grand Nationals debut. So those are two names to kind of watch for along with a Todd Bolton, a multi-time Rock Island Grand Prix winner, uh, making his Cup Carts North America debut in the Legends class. Yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun, man. we got some great guys in this category. And again, all of us know that we got to work on Monday morning. So have some fun out there. Work hard and uh, and really, it, I'm, I'm just looking forward to being on the grid. Like I said last year, when I'm sitting on that grid, seeing all those drivers that are 50 and up, all of us still really enjoying the sport and, and getting a chance to race. Because I think, you know, the, the, the Masters at 30 up, 30 and up, it used to be 40 and up, you know, when you go back a number of years, you know, a couple of decades ago, it was 40 and up for a master's class. They moved it down to 30 because there was that, the, the, the drivers in the senior categories were getting younger and younger. So a lot of these guys were kind of, these guys that were 30 were kind of in this, you know, this nowhere zone where they had to wait till they were 40 to get into the master's class. So they moved it down to 30 and then you got those guys up, you know, 50, I just turned 55, um, you know, raced against guys, you know, Tom Gerstner at 68 years old uh, in the, in the Scusa race and in, in the KA masters class, it's the, the 50 and up, I think is a really good group. And that's why you're seeing so many, David, it's a really strong, it's a good place for, for more guys to be able to run. And so you're, so we're not racing against guys that are 20 years younger than us, right. Or 25 or, or, or 30 years younger than us. I, I love the legends category. I think it was a great introduction by the CKNA crew. Yeah, you got, but you got to have, uh, you got to have the numbers in order to have it. And thankfully yep. the cup carts North America has that. Agreed. So that's good to have. Um, and that, that led to the creation of the event because the, or the category, because they had the numbers to be able to do it. And, and yeah, so like you said, it's, it's, um, it, it's like, do you really have to work Monday morning? Cause I know a lot of these other guys do, but do you? <laughs> No, I'm going to sleep in and fly home. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I can't wait to read your. I can't read read your race report. <laughs> yep, yep. I'll probably be doing it on the passenger seat on the truck on the way home. <laughs> Thank you, Bob uh, Cole, for being the transport yeah. truck driver, bringing David's dead body home, all exhausted, <laughs> trying to write on his laptop, falling asleep in the in the passenger it, seat. It'll probably be because I'll be uh, drinking my sorrows away because the Bears will probably lose to the Denver Broncos. It'll be it'll be a sad day. That's very true. That's very true. But yes, no, I probably won't be working on Monday. Tuesday morning. I'll be yeah. working Tuesday morning. 
this, but this will be fun. This will be a fun class to watch. It I'm will be good. To a, lot, a lot of fun. For, and there's some good drivers, as we know. Uh, all right, folks. Last break in the action. When we get back, we will preview Junior Sportsman Cadet and Kid Cart. Stay with us. More to come here on the EKN Radio Network. You want the best? You just got to roll with the best. Streeter Superstands. This is Jeff Wessel from StreeterSuperstands.com. You wouldn't put subpar parts on your racing cart, so why put that cherished ride of yours on anything but karting's number one lifts and stands, Streeter Superstands. Streeter is the original and genuine manufacturer of the second-to-none Bigfoot rolling stands, stackers, uprights, and industry-leading superlift. We also manufacture and sell the largest and always growing roster of trailer and shop accessories like tire, engine and jug racks, cabinets, spray can trays, beat breakers, and tons more to outfit any size trailer, team, and budget. Streeter Superstands has over 30 continuous years of experience. Brick cart racers just like you and know that the Streeter name represents the absolute best in stands, lifts, and accessories for karting enthusiasts worldwide. Durability, affordability, unmatched quality, and customer service, that's what sets us apart from the rest. Check us out now at StreeterSuperstands.com. Roll with the best, StreeterSuperstands.com. Made in the USA. It's not just a statement, it's the mission at Factory Carts of America. Led by four-time Supernats champion Billy Musgrave, Factory Carts manufactures their frames completely in-house at the Riverside, California facility. Built and designed from the ground up specifically for the American karting market, Factory Carts brings new innovations and solutions that are long overdue. Factory Carts bring together the highest quality materials to produce a high-performance, long-lasting cart that has been designed and perfected from three years of development, with a focus for a big push across North America in 2023. No other karting manufacturer stands behind its product like Factory Carts does, providing a two-year warranty on all their frames. Do you remember when American Made meant innovative, original, stronger, faster, and just plain better? Well, American Made is back. Contact Factory Carts today to join the American Made movement. Learn more by visiting factorycarts.com or email Billy anytime at info at factorycarts.com. Powered by technology, DID racing chains have a worldwide reputation for superior quality and reliability. Meticulously engineered and manufactured in Japan, DID Genuine Parts are the world's number one original parts supplier for Japanese and European motorcycle manufacturers. A rich racing tradition where results speak for themselves, DID prides itself on engineering the most technologically advanced chains on the market to help you excel on and off the track. DID's SDH pin treatment creates an extremely hard chromium carbide layer on the pin surface that houses a soft inner core to absorb extreme shock loads. DID's 219 HTZ racing chain boasts this SDH pin technology, which leads to longer chain life as well as excellent energy transmission to the wheels. Available in the gorgeous gold, the 219 HTZ is the ultimate racing cart chain. Pick up a DID chain at your local dealer today, because when winning is the only thing that matters, go with DID. Welcome back to our Outlap Preview Podcast. Having a look at the CKNA Grand National 7, Episode 62 of our Outlap. 
Uh, time to dive into junior sportsman, cadet, and kit cart. Rob Howden alongside David Cole here. Uh, again, really looking forward to this weekend at Newcastle Motorsports Park. David, 80 drivers in the junior category. Again, all Briggs and Stratton 206. Elijah Skaggs won in 2017. Alexander Searle in 2018. Logan Adams, 2019. Some kid named Brent Cruz in 2020. He's gone on to some big things. James Overbeck and Eli Warren, the most recent winners in this junior category. But 80 strong in this class. And man, this is... This is going to be a barn burner here. This is going to be hardcore, big trains, NASCAR style 206 racing. It certainly will be. And the, the crazy thing about this is, is it will have another new name added to this list because, of course, Eli Warren has moved up to the senior ranks. We've already talked about him, but a lot of the junior field from last year have moved yeah. up. So uh, this is a young field or an inexperienced field in terms of Grand Nationals because, you know, looking at the entry list, there's a lot of drivers who have not been to the Grand Nationals. So this is a, quite an interesting uh, uh, field put together. We, I did find the Vermont driver. He is in junior. Uh, Caleb Jarvis Kami, Kami uh, is in the, the junior field. So he'll be the one Ver, uh, uh, Vermont driver that is in the field. Nice. But um, in terms of youth, you know, there's a lot of drivers that uh, were among the top drivers and sportsmen last year that are in this field. You got you know, last year's uh, sportsman winner, Isaac Malcutt. You got the Landon Buer finished third Josie Chambers who finished fifth uh runner up in sportsman Derek Wargo he's the CKNA South champion in the junior field so this is a really young field uh another yeah. one Brady Shad who is uh the north champion uh he finished fourth in sportsman last year so this is a really young field but there's a lot of talent in it yeah Kate Yeager finished um 11th last year fifth in the sportsman class a couple of years ago so he's had a couple of starts which I think kind of can play to it as play to it as well CKNA Canada champion uh Declan Black out of Ontario uh in the in the battle as well David there's a couple of drivers that we see run nationally in a lot of these big programs as well uh but with Nathan Dupuis the Canadian and Jackson Woolney out of Illinois both those drivers do a lot of big national races um, uh, running with Speed Concepts Racing in, the, in, in this last couple of, of weeks. So, man, you got to expect that they're going to be up for the up for the challenge. I don't know how much seat time they have in four cycle, but at least they're going to be up for the challenge. Yeah, that, you know, going from two cycle to four cycle is certainly easier. Yeah, hold on, yeah, a little, little bit more on Dupuis here. Just looking at the at the results we got: 2022 Shannonville National Junior Briggs winner, 2022 VLR Junior Kart Stars champion. So he, he won Briggs at Shannonville, which is a long racetrack with, that I raced at back in the mid '90s. So mm -hmm. if, he, if he's done some national, you know, in, in Ontario Briggs stuff, uh, I think Dupuis could be a driver to watch for sure. I like that. That's good. Yeah, I mean, he has been showing it on the two cycle side of things here in the USA. So. Um, he's definitely going to be one to watch. Um, you already said Yager. Um, looking, I'm trying to go through the field and, and pick out names that I, I've seen before. I think uh, Christopher Wakefield finished 12th last year, so that could be one to watch. Christopher yeah. Yutzi. Caleb, uh, Caleb Tarter, right? Caleb Tarter as well, too. He knows finished the ninth. Well. Knows yeah. the track really well. It did really well in two-cycle uh, side of things uh, this year as well. Did uh, a lot of new drivers. Yeah, yeah, that's the Jackson. You already said Jackson Wolney, correct? Yep, yeah, yeah. So, uh, um, yeah, just a lot and lot. Like we said, a lot. Of, it's very. I, you know, he. I think he said what senior heavy, but I think this category probably has the most new drivers to the Grand Nationals. 
Here's one as well out of Idaho. Uh, it's either Jack Grote or Jack Grody. But looking at what he's, he won the Spud Cup. That's another big event that they have uh, mm-hmm. in Idaho every year. He won the, he was a junior two champion in the 2022 Spud Cup and won the, uh, won the Beaver Cup as well in junior two this past year. So maybe, maybe we'll get a driver out of Idaho coming in to, to try to go for the top spot as well. Yeah, there's a couple of Jonah Good is another Idaho driver in the field. So this is a pretty diverse field. A lot of experience. There's probably drivers who uh, maybe have just gotten into the sport this year that are racing. But there's a lot of drivers who race at the national level, like we've already talked about, uh, week in and week out. So, uh, yeah, this this is going to be an interesting one. And again, we'll probably be watching this more so in, in practice just to kind of see the drivers who are standing out early, because I think when you're good getting out of the trip, when, when it rolls out the trailer and you're good, I think at an event like that, that's really going to help. Yeah. You need to be up front, especially in some mm-hmm. of these big categories, right? With 80, you, you gotta, well, yes. be, you gotta be rolling, <laughs> off, rolling off quick. Uh, 35 drivers in the sportsman class, uh, Ayrton, Gr- uh, Ayrton Grimm actually winning twice back in 17 and 19. Caden Fretwell won as well. Logan Adams, Ben Mayer, Keelan Harvick, and Isaac Malkett winning in the sportsman category over the years. As we know, Malkett has moved up into the junior category. So, David, this, this will be, I would assume, another one of these races, like you mentioned before, that we're going to see a new winner. Yeah, we will see a new winner with no uh, returning former winners, but a lot of the sportsman drivers were at this event last year. Yeah, so I yeah. would probably say uh, over 50%, if not more, uh, have uh, already a, a, a Grand Nationals under their belt. You know, looking at top returning drivers, you got uh, Alex Hayes and you have Ezekiel Height. Uh, they finished 10th and 11th last year. So those are kind of the names coming in. We only Tyro- have one. Tyrone Kepper Jr. Finished sixth last year. Oh, yes. Yeah, sorry. Missed that one down there. Yep. Finished sixth. So he's one. those are the, uh, the three top returning drivers. Uh, you only have one divisional champion in the field. That's Holden Harder. He is the North champion. Uh, he finished here 24th last year. Uh, Hudson Erlen. Uh, I've covered his dad when he raced go-karts. <laughs> Back when he was a cadet <laughs> racer. Uh, Jonathan. <laughs> but he, I know he's a driver who's been doing a lot of racing. So I think he'll be definitely one to watch for sure. Jacob Scheibel. Has been a guy that we've talked about a little bit over over the, the last little bit of a time, David as well. Uh, again, this is this is a, again this is a we, a lot of these drivers that run two hundred six. You and I don't see them nationally in, in big races, but man, mm-hmm. like you said, there's at least I want to say over a dozen, almost twenty drivers that that ran in the program last year. You know, you mentioned Ezekiel Height finishing eleventh. There's a lot of guys that finished just outside the top ten as well. Braden Westfall, as you mentioned. Um, Lincoln Davis was 18th last year. So there's a lot of drivers who have the experience and we're kind of looking to move forward, right? They're, they're a year older, a year more experienced in the regions. So a chance for them to kind of all move forward this year. Yeah. And again, we got a, a wide diverse field. You got Arizona represented, you got Washington represented. Uh, of course you got Florida. I'm um, looking for a Northeast driver. I don't see the Northeast. So maybe that's the only region not represented in this field. But again, well, a Sid, lot of- Sid, Sydney Miller from Maryland. Is that going to work? There that's you go. There. That, there I didn't, I missed, I missed the MD. There it is. Yep. There you go. Right there. So hopefully Sydney, Sydney has a good run. There's your sportsman category. Let's go to cadet now, David. This is brand new. So I can't roll off any, any uh, former race winners because the split of sportsmen into the two different age groups has brought with it a fantastic group of drivers in this uh, cadet category. 32 in total. One, two, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten drivers moving up from kid cart. Only one driver last year, and that was Cooper Mall, 
ran in the sportsman category. So this thing's dominated by David, a bunch of drivers who ran kid cart last year. Yeah, that's that's the cool part about it. Again, it's like you're when you look at two cycle cider racing, this is essentially micro division. And, you know, as we we've, we've kind of talked about all year long, there's a lot of new names that have been at the national level in terms of the micro division. So the cadet division here at Cup Carts North America, it's new. Uh, and a lot, like you said, a lot of kids graduating up from kid carts to the cadet division this year. And I think that was, as he talked about in the face to face, it's been a welcome addition, you know, allowing those kid carters to get these couple of years under their belts in, in the bigger cart, the quicker cart, uh, kind of like what we do in the micro division uh, nationally. So uh, we have two divisional champions. We got Aston Wyatt. We've seen him on the national scene. Uh, he is the South champion. And then Daniel Dragunov, Drag, Dragunov, 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 maybe? Yeah. Dragunov is yeah. the North champion. Uh, so we got two divisionals. And then last year's Kid Cart Grand Nationals winner, Parker Stewart, uh, in the field. So those are kind of some of the notable names in this field. A couple drivers ran at the uh, Race Rotax U.S. Trophy Final as well. So they've got some time at Newcastle. Not, of course, in the same direction, significantly different. But at least they've got time at the track and have been racing there. Tyson Underwood out of Arizona and mm-hmm. Connor Lipka. Both those Arizona drivers will be rolling back out once again. Mm-hmm. Uh, kid from my hometown, my, my birth town, Milton, Ontario, at Andrew Adams. He's going to be up there running with VSR Racing. That's a guy that we know, obviously, Ventresca, uh, Terry Ventresca on that program. And another cool one, I think, a, a, you know, a, a local driver who's been doing a lot of racing out at Newcastle. Uh, I want to say just maybe just eight years of age, now seven or eight years of age. That's Hudson Howard. His dad, of course, Jay Howard. Uh, multi-time Indianapolis 500 starter and a, and a team owner for Jay Howard Driver Development in the USF Pro Championships. He uh, picked up some speed, David, racing at that race Rotax US Trophy final. So maybe some momentum for Howard coming into this one. Yeah, he's done a lot of the the micro stuff at Newcastle with yeah. Scusa and USBKS, did the the MCC weekend uh, for USBKS. So he's getting getting more races under his belt, getting more and more comfortable. Another name to uh, to look out for, RJ Brown. Do you know the uh, the Brown name, Rob, if you think uh, back to road racing days? I, I don't I don't know. You'll have to fill me in. Reggie Brown, you remember the uh, the Supercart racer? Is it I really? This is RJ Brown. This is his son. Yeah. Wow, you're right. There's R3 Speed Fab. That's yeah. my goodness. My yeah, no kidding. I was on Re- Reggie ran the Supercart USA Promoto Tour, I think, on a CTS at one point too, before he jumped into a Supercart. So oh, that'll be good to see Reggie and his dad. That's awesome. Good stuff. So good field. I like it in the cadet category. Uh, David, let's just wrap things up now and look at Kid Cart. Brand new again. Uh, 12 entries, as we said. Pretty much everyone, I think you said everybody moving up. Uh, Brady Shad won back in 2017. Jacob Scheibel, Sawyer Chambers, Summit Rossiter, Camden Clay, and Parker Stewart. All the race winners uh, over the last number of years. Parker Stewart, as we know, we talked about him moving up now into the cadet category. But we got ourselves a full, well, let's say a solid grid of drivers in kid cart. Yeah, 12 drivers. And again, we have three of the divisional champions yeah. out of the four. So that's, that's a good thing. You got... Uh, man, see, I'm too. You want me to do this? Yep. <laughs> Blaze Hindery is the yep. uh, uh, South, champion. South champion. Uh, Jackson Reinholz, the North champion, and Spencer Height, your Northeast champion. So I like this. If this is literally all three of the American based CKNA regional champions battling out because I, I don't, they didn't run the kid cart category in Canada, Correct. I don't believe. So, yep. all three of the champions coming in to go head to head. I like that. Let's bring it on. 
Yeah, that's something for Gerald Castley to uh, to look at for 2024 is possibly adding this kid card. I'm not sure, like in the past, like his kid carding been very popular in Canada. It hasn't. I don't, I don't remember it ever. We at West, us ever running it. So I, we'd have to do some. Uh, we'll have to talk to Gerald when we're down there. Yeah. So I think that's you know that's one avenue to help grow this category is to kind of introduce it in the in the Canada division. Uh, you know, again, we've had we had a number of kids graduate, so you're going to have the ebbs and flows of of this category being big or being small, but uh, again, 12, 12 drivers, three divisional champions. So it should be, should be a good one for these kids. There you have it folks over 500 entries logged for this year's CKNA uh, grand national seven, over 120 entries more than last year. We gave you a bunch of stuff coming from race select and Keith Warren giving us a lot of kind of in-depth stuff about just the entries themselves, all the new entries, uh, David, all the, the bottom line is this is going to be a fantastic weekend. It's going to be a long one. There's going to be a lot of racing going on, banging out the laps, as we said. I think what what did uh, did Keith say? Over forty eight thousand laps will be logged uh, throughout the weekend, based on all the drivers that are here right now. This is going to be a tremendous race weekend. It's going to be a fun one. It's going to be uh, a lot of like he said, a lot of racing, a lot of laps. But um, I, it's it's going to be a memorable one, I think, because of the the in sheer terms of numbers, uh, the and and the field strength that we have in in each of the categories uh, is just going to produce some great racing. Uh, there's going to be a lot of drama, of course. You get that with uh, these big one-off events. You know, like I said, I think I think the uh, Friday and Saturday is going to be about just staying safe and clean yeah. and, and getting through to till Sunday uh, and qualifying is going to be a big part of it as well, too. So if, if you do see Rex, I, I bet it's going to be from midfield back. So uh, yeah, the front, the front guys are going to be smart and try to work together to a yeah. certain extent. I think for sure, like you said, progressive through the heat races will be key. You want to get mm-hmm. cleanly, you want to get a good result in, in the first, first heat race, but make sure you get a good starting spot for heat race number two as well. And, and in the end, it's just going to be a fantastic afternoon on Sunday. Live coverage on Cart Chaser. Uh, Dave McIntyre and Tony Cirillo, I believe, will be on the, the broadcast there. We're also going to be streaming the, the, the broadcast live on ecartynews.com slash live or ecartynews.com slash radio. You can listen on the uh, the downloadable EKN mobile app as well. David, you, we got lots of stuff going on in terms of social media, right? I know there's going to be race reports. But you and I are going to be doing. You, you and I are both going to be doing a kind of our personal blogs on our social media, on social. We'll put it on eCardi News as well. Nate Dean's going to be down trackside with us as well. He's going to be banging out some reels. We got a lot of good. We're going to have a lot of stuff coming, and and every morning, of course, we'll do our one minute flat to kind of set the stage for the day. Yeah, we'll do our one minute flat. We'll have some interviews throughout the weekend. We'll do our blogs. We'll have Nate doing top tens once we get into qualifying and and the racing. Um, he'll be doing some video stuff as well, too. Of course, follow our Instagram story. Uh, we'll always have uh, a number of things in there, including videos, photos, and more. Uh, just a lot to uh, to be able to provide for you. Uh, if you're not there, and we're going to have you know thousands of people there uh, over the weekend. So it's going to be a, a massive event, but uh, a lot of coverage on EKN. David, this is uh, whatever year it is with you running that CRG with the guys at LSR. This has got to be got to be it. They got to kick kick your butt to the curb if you don't you know perform this year. It's got you got to be feeling the pressure. I think I think Marshall's been happy with me. I don't think you know. Obviously, we had it's because you're a good guy. Like I am. You know, even though I'm a Michigan fan and he's a Notre Dame fan, we still get along. (laughs) Um, 
but uh, yeah, I am a good guy. And, you know, we had a couple <laughs> hiccups in the, in the opening years, but we've, we've ironed that out. You know, I was able to put some laps in at South Bend a couple of weeks ago. So that was you fun. Were. Beat my body up a little bit, understand some of the changes we can make to, uh, to make the cart better or make it not good. I guess whichever way you want to go with it. Um, yeah, it's, uh, it'll be interesting. Um, excited to see you go double duty. We'll see. Yeah. Uh, I, I think physically you can handle it. It's just mentally. I just, I just don't know if you can handle <laughs> listen, it. Listen, I've run the super Nats, dude. I'm going to be, okay, I'm going to be okay. Mentally. Are you sure? Listen, the, I'm back with pre- uh, precision performance carding on the coyote Zenith, which I'm super jacked about. I had such a good run on it last year and I knew that I left a lot on the table, right? My fastest laps were at the very end of the main event. So I just kept getting faster and faster as kind of the weekend went along. So this extra track time, I think is going to be great. Back with John Seglin and Brandon Jarsakrak, the crew there. And I'm teamed up with Taryn Odom again, which is awesome. Uh, yeah, I, I, Taryn's going to have everything just kind of like Sean Scott did for me last year. Yeah. He'll, have, he'll have everything working. It's just you have to deal mentally with Eddie Jarsakrak. Oh, I love Eddie. What are you talking about? He's my guy. <laughs> He's pumping me up, making it happen. The Shillington slingshot. Come on. No, here we go. Yeah, so it, yeah, it's great to work with both crews. It's, oh, it's fun to go harass yeah. you guys over there. Um, and again, you know, we'll have you and Jeffrey from CRG Nordam there again for, for the second straight year. So be, it's great to, you know, again, we just discuss how carts handle. And because again, we don't get a lot of seat time. We don't understand a lot of it. And, uh, you know, they've done a lot of changes to the FS4 cart to make it better. Ryan Sporowski's won on it a number of times this year. So the only excuse is me. That's I mean, it. that's what it boils down to. And David, a couple of legendary brands, right? CRG, of course, legendary in terms of, of worldwide, you know, it's global success. And then you, you just look back at Coyote Racing Products and Coyote Motorsports, right? What they've done over the last minute, so, so decades and decades and decades of what they've done here as an American manufacturer. So for me, again, love the fact that I get to run some American steel. You're back with the boys from CRG. The bottom line is, dude, we're, we're getting ready to do it again. Uh, follow EKN on the social media platforms, the hashtags, hashtag EKN at CKNA. Hashtag CKNA Grand National 7. Hashtag Race Briggs. Hashtag Vega Tires. We will, listen, let's give a shout out to the guys. Um, Brad Zoller, the whole crew at TS Racing as well. Of course, Vega Tires, as we know, folks, as these entries keep coming in, they have to keep filling the trailer, right? Because the amount of tires that they are going to be bringing up from Florida for this one here. Vega Tires, as, as Greg Jasperson had said in, in our face-to-face uh, interview, has been such a huge partner for them with TS Racing. Uh, we're thrilled to be able to work with them as well. So, yeah, just a big shout-out because we know a, a huge weekend for, for TS Racing here at Newcastle. And, again, we always hear it from the two-cycle guys. They love this tire. You know, that some of them wish that we could run it on some of the two-cycle races. Yeah. Um, that's uh, it's always been a compliment of this tire. Uh, you definitely – it doesn't fall off dra- drastically. Uh, stays consistent throughout the weekend um and yeah just to be able to have what they're gonna have it probably a thousand sets ready to go uh for for racing and practice plus you got rain tires that hopefully nobody will need on the weekend because again we've looked at the weather and right now only i think only thursday morning is about the only bad side of things right now so uh yeah just uh, amazing to see uh what ts racing and vega tires been able to do and listen, you mentioned that we, we didn't really touch on that at the start. Uh, yeah, the uh, the weather is looking about as good as you want, at least for the weekend when we get uh, we get to Spiceland. We're talking, what, 76 on Friday, 78 on Saturday, 79 degrees and, sun- and sunny on Sunday. 
Oh, I like it for Grand National Sunday. Yeah, that's the the kind of weather we've been hoping for. Last year was really good. Yeah, but I'm okay uh, with cool. yeah, this, I mean, we're going to be wearing shorts, which is odd for the Grand Nationals. No doubt, no <laughs> doubt. Well, there you have it, folks. Our Outlap podcast is done. Hope you enjoyed it. Cup Carts North America Grand National Seven, the biggest of the history of this event. Very likely the biggest Briggs Racing event in uh, the world in 2023. We look forward. To get there, this, of course, kicks off our EKN trackside coverage. As we told you, lots of stuff to come on our social media. We'll have daily race reports. Uh, make sure to follow along as well. Uh, listen, I hope you enjoyed this show. This is going to be a fantastic weekend, folks. On behalf of David Cole, my name's Rob Howden. Bye for now.